everyone and welcome back to Thrive in Grace. We are back starting a new little series which I'm really excited for but first is my question for the week and this week I'm decided to actually mix it up a little bit and okay. does not know about this. I rather it's not so so much a specific question but you can either tell me some like a piece of good news that you've had in the past week Okay. Or just tell me something weird that's happened in the past week. Okay. I think, okay, I've got my story. It's like both of my answers for both of these questions combined. It'd be the same story. But essentially, if you heard last week, I have a Lotus Biscoff addiction. (laughs) Um, It's quite bad. And I went in maybe two weeks ago and I couldn't find any. And I have it on my porridge, on my pancakes. I literally just came back with a spoon from it, from the tub, just lick it. Like, it's it's a bad addiction. Um, But I couldn't find it anywhere. And then this week, I went into Tesco's after having, like, a week without it, which was quite heartbreaking, Mm. to be honest. Um, And I found both the smooth and the crunchy pots. So that would have been good news enough as it is. Yeah. But then my father phoned me that evening and... um, to be honest, we don't really have much news to tell each other because there's nothing going on in our lives. We're in yeah. <laughs> um, so I told him this story. I was like, well, hey, there's Lotus Biscoff spread back in Tesco's again. Get you some. Um, and as we were on the phone, he ordered to my house two 1.6 kilogram tubs, like two of them, to my house as we spoke. And wow. he was like, oh, I, I just don't want you to have to run out again. That's and amazing. I was like, oh. That's dreams incredible. so That's I just great. look like oh it looks like a crepery in my house with all the big tubs around and this yeah. dream I have to what say about you? when I did see that on your Instagram story I was like very impressed and I think oh, as well at first I saw it and I thought you had like two normal size ones and then just and two, two like, little tiny ones oh my gosh these are massive ones yeah. so yeah very impressed mine is probably weird thing that happened um and it was I couldn't think of anything else and all day I've been thinking about it and just laughing to myself about it. Mm-hmm. Last night I had a dream that um, I cut one of my fingers off and like you know how <laughs> sometimes your dreams are quite short this dream mm-hmm. that lasted me the whole night and I had this dream oh. that I cut my finger off but we were about oh. to go on holiday and I had to just keep it in this like little Ziploc bag with some ice cubes mm. in. <laughs> and no one would take me to A&E. And I She's had no been finger. watching Grace. I know. Oh, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. If anyone is oh, a dream expert and can tell me what that yeah. means. Yeah, that'd know. be very interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. our new little series that we're doing is all about boundaries. We're going to be Ooh. doing three episodes on different things to do with boundaries and the first one which we're going to do today is all about social media I feel Mm. like a lot in pretty much every single podcast or episode that we do I somehow mention like having good boundaries or having like a good Mm. routine or something I feel like that's that's so important exactly um and I feel like at the minute everyone's become a bit of a champion of like boundaries on social media especially like during lockdowns mm-hmm. and stuff where we are glued to our phones so it's yeah. a very important thing to know so just to kick it off why do you Ellie think it is important for us to have boundaries on social media um so 
it reminds me of the verse i've got it on a post it here matthew 15 verse 8 and it talks about the words that you speak coming out from the heart mm-hmm. um and i guess just like to for me to go further in that what are you inputting into your heart because that's yeah. going to come out of your mouth and that's going to shape who you are and who you treat like how you mm. treat those people around you um so I think it's so so important to just be so mindful of your input and what's going into mm. you because it's just gonna it's always gonna affect what's coming out of you yeah. so I think to put it quite simply that is why it's so so important yeah yeah 100% I definitely agree I think as well like it's that whole thing of using social media wisely and also using it intentionally um I think mm. because keeping boundaries with it also keeps us kind of well grounded and connected with the kind of purpose of social media and I think as soon as we kind of let boundaries slip we start using social media for things that maybe aren't so healthy for us or things that are just not good for like our mental health or something Mm -hmm. Um, and I think as well like it's really good for knowing your intentions with social media as well I think if you have boundaries it keeps you in a good solid place to of like yeah knowing the reasons why you're using social media and not letting your like anything sway and I think Mm -hmm. just as you said like it's really important to know and be aware of like what you're putting into your mind as well as like Mm -hmm. being aware of what may come out your mouth and what you may be putting on your social media so to start off with what boundaries do you think that we should put in place for say who we follow and because I feel like that's quite a big one of like knowing who were the right people to follow and also like how do we know when we should maybe unfollow someone because they're not being so maybe healthy for us to follow yeah Sadie Robertson actually did such a good talk at the passion conference this year about um influencing and following and she was like, if you're following someone, they are leading you somewhere. Mm. And that's so, so true. And like, I am so picky and like quite critical of um, like people that lead me, like the leaders of the church and that like I'm careful of who I follow. Mm. And, you know, that's biblical. Like God does say that teachers of the law are going to be um, judged more harshly and more mm. like put under a microscope more because they have such influence over all of us. So mm. actually, like, it's so, so important to really be looking at who is leading you somewhere and where they're leading you um I think every now and then I go through like my following and just kind of tick off like certain people because it's like Mm. oh they don't necessarily have the same like aligned morals or values as me and so actually like I don't want to be led that way or Mm. like this person is making me think this way and like Mm. making me I don't know feel this way and so I think you know if that person isn't leading you closer to God and they're probably not the person to be following. And I think that's yeah. quite a simple rule to have while you're um, yeah. choosing who you're following. Um, it's a bit like, um, I don't know if many people had this, but I know when we were younger, so many people weren't allowed to watch Tracy Beaker. Mm. Um, all my friends, because they kept telling their parents to bog off. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like, they thought that was okay. So it's like, who in your, like, who are you following that is telling God to bog off? Because yeah. you I need to unfollow that. <laughs> yeah great advice (laughs) um I think as well like with boundaries of knowing who to follow I think I'm quite in tune with it maybe a bit more so in terms of people that aren't just like influencers or people who have loads of followers but actually like maybe people who 
are closer to me obviously like I wouldn't really unfollow like my close friends but maybe people that I like just know or like mutual friends and stuff like that and I think for me one of the as soon as I start that kind of toxic kind of road of comparison and stuff that for me yeah, is a straight definitely. away I need to unfollow this person and I think quite a lot of the time there's like this real like almost stigma around unfollowing people and I think as soon as I'm quite a pro go through my who I follow and kind of do a bit of a cleanse but I think whenever yeah. I said that to people people instantly think like oh that's because you want to get like your mm. you know when you go on someone's profile and they're like who they follow is like so much less than less yeah people instantly kind of think oh that's what you're trying to do but actually mine's just what is healthy for me to see and to follow and I think because there's that stigma of like you can't unfollow people because especially people that you're maybe close with because they might they might find out that you've unfollowed them and they might think oh that's so rude that they've unfollowed me but I think actually like I would love for that stigma to be broken because I think there's something 100%. so powerful about actually unclicking that um, follow button sometimes because I think yes. we can get into such a like rocky, dangerous road of comparison and like mm-hmm. seeing not even just based on looks but also like lifestyle and like seeing what people are actually. And I definitely yeah. have done it a few times recently where I've seen people who are like living by a beach or something right now dreams like, oh, <laughs> I just wish that I could be in that position but I think mm-hmm. as soon as you're that then becomes your focus of social media of like mm-hmm. kind of looking at the negatives and picking up on negative stuff rather than positive stuff is like a great like kind of ticking point of or like switch of being like maybe this person isn't the best for me to yeah. follow yeah um, it's like literally not that deep it's not salty you're doing it for your own good and like if someone if someone was looking at my posts and thinking oh like she has so many friends like I feel really sad about that or like whatever I'm just saying all my pictures have friends and that's the only thing I think about spread (laughs) I know why don't I have that biscoff spread um but like it's not that deep I would want them to unfollow me and like we could still be friends but you just don't follow my own thing but also this is a memo out there unfollow your ex I was Always literally just going to ask you this question mm. oh, okay a spontaneous question of mm. what do you think about like following maybe yeah people that you've dated people that you've spoken to people that maybe you didn't, you're not even just spoken to but people that you fancied what yeah. is your kind of view on that you feel so much better after you unfollowed them like I am such a big advocate for this I've had like so many friends that like they've been in like a year-long two-year-long relationship and they're like oh but like if I unfollow them he's one and it's like no you are the winner if you unfollow them because you will get a better mental health and like that is why and I find it so frustrating because like I've done the whole rereading through your dms and like looking back at the pictures and you're just not moving forward you're looking back um so I actually can't advocate strongly enough to unfollow your ex yeah what about you I think as well especially I'm very strong on like the unfollowing the people that you maybe like fancied Mm. and I think 
yeah definitely especially christian dating and christian relationships if you fancy that person once or if even if you just like spoke to that person or dated that person there's a reason that that hasn't worked out yeah and i think as soon as you if you keep kind of following them and keep checking up on what they're doing your Mm. mind instantly goes to oh but maybe they are still like maybe they are actually nice or oh maybe Mm. like I do still like them or something but actually like there's a reason that that person hasn't worked out for you and I think following them or even just like keeping up to date with them on by like stalking their Instagram or whatever isn't a very it's like an unhelpful reminder yeah and like tries to set you back a bit so it's yeah Yeah. it's a weird one and I always know like the times this is really like opening myself up for whatever but like the times that I go to like my ex's like pages and scroll like if they're not in private I know that that's like me in a bad way you know and like I actually have to search and find them because I'm not like following them but like if you're following them it's so much easier to be in that bad way Mm. because it just comes up and I'm not saying like it's forever like recently an ex followed me from like five years ago and actually it's quite nice to keep up with them because there's literally no feelings there but I think initially for like while you get over them it's best to just not see them yeah I can't remember oh it was Ellie recommended me to listen to this um podcast the other day and I did listen to it and it was great and one of the guys on it was saying about heartstrings and you know when you like have a heart and every time you like make a further connection with someone it adds like a staple with a string to that person and whatever and you have end Mm. up like each time you go on a date or each time you meet one of their friends it's an extra like piece of string that's like connecting you two together and I think yeah maybe like a year down the line then it's okay because there's not those feelings there but I think actually like taking that step to unfollow them is like a really helpful thing Mm -hmm. to kind of do to like cut those heartstrings a bit and just like really help to get um kind of remove the distraction and also a bit of the hurt and I think as well like however not you might think you're completely over them but I think as well what you end up doing is like maybe posting a story to like see what how they may react or like posting a post to see how they may react which leads me on to my next question of Mm. what boundaries and things should we put in place to be aware for like especially when we're posting pictures or videos or whatever but also how about like when we're commenting on people's posts when we're liking people's posts like what boundaries should you put in for that yeah I have a rule before I post any picture on Instagram and it is to ask myself honestly like honest heart check Mm -hmm. why am I posting this yeah um and if the answer like generally I see my Instagram as like a scrapbook for me so I can Mm. like I don't know look back on my memories which are really sweet but um if I I don't know if I'm feeling insecure and I post like a picture where I look great and I just want all my friends to comment and be like, you look amazing. I'm looking to social media for that affirmation yeah. and that's not good. If I'm posting a story and then I look through like, mm. have you seen it? And I'm, I've posted it because I want that certain one person mm. to see it. Then that's not good either. And I mm. think asking yourself honestly and being honest with yourself, like, why are you, um, why are you posting that? I think you're gonna have an interesting self-check yeah yeah 100% I think as well like a lot of what we post also comes back to what we were saying a few weeks ago about modesty um and Mm -hmm. I think that's definitely a big one of actually 
quite often the posts that we want to post are maybe the ones of us that we're looking great we're all done Mm -hmm. up and all of this um and I think there's something quite important about making sure that we keep our modesty in our posts and in what we're posting and in what we're saying as well because I think that's where it's important to have those boundaries is in the sense of modesty because I think a lack of those boundaries then almost allows for a bit of a lack of self-respect in a way yeah and I, so kind this is kind of going a bit to what we were talking about last week but what do you think it's a real tricky one this one I think oh I know what's um, coming. <laughs> Because it's a big one at the minute, especially mm-hmm. with no meeting new people. It's all social media and all. Yeah. But yeah. what boundaries should we put in place for... Is a, there's a few questions within this question. For A, sending DMs. And in that, what's okay to say? What's okay to send? And what boundaries should we have for that? But also, what boundaries should we have for who we let DM us? Yeah okay wow um big question I think as with all social media like it's going to be a recurring theme with me and my advice like self-check yeah um and you know when you're dming someone are your emotions being affected by the way Mm. that someone dms you and in that sense like I think I'm swiveling around but not well so I'm just going to go straight for it if you're dming a guy and he like every time you get a message you get really excited mm-hmm. and you're just always on your phone and then when you send a message and he doesn't reply you just feel so low mm-hmm. um and it's just like that and then as soon as they reply again like they deign mm-hmm. to reply you like are up again and you know you're staying up till two which you wouldn't normally do like that I feel like <laughs> it sounds like I'm speaking from experience um <laughs> we've all been like, that literally I feel like I'm not alone in that but like if that is happening like and you're you are being affected emotionally and have an emotional mm. response to the way that someone's um dming you like you are you know becoming reliant mm. on that and actually i found it really interesting i heard that like the ping that your phone makes like releases some sort of i'm not sciencey in the least some sort of like chemical in your brain that's kind mm. of like gets you really happy and excited yeah. and um i guess it's just not letting yourself play to that um, yeah. and just being very very aware um and keeping your cool you know play it yeah cool. Play it cool. <laughs> but like I just think you need to be really really like mm. take responsibility for your emotions in that um mm. because it's it's your heart and yeah. so guard it well yeah yeah um, I think it's important to say that like dms aren't all as bad as they are kind of made no. out to seem I think it can be fun <laughs> yeah exactly and I think we like the kind of way that they're portrayed to be is when they're very like stereotypical and mm-hmm. I think that is like alarm bells red flag number one is if they are that t- kind of typical you know what everyone talks about sliding into the dms and all that I think that's a great yeah. kind of okay maybe this isn't for me um but I think the kind of boundaries that are so good to put in place are like definitely the time of day yes. that you mm-hmm. send dms and you let people dm you because as soon as it gets dark you know you get tired it can slip and you're like self-worth and yeah what you yeah. say can change and then there's that I know we've all been there where you maybe say something not even necessarily like something flirty or maybe just say something like I don't know 
and then the next day you're like oh why did I say that but actually like yeah. if you say things in the light of day you say things in the right mindset and I think mm. also something I've learned over the last couple months which is going to be like one of my top tips is we live in such a like culture in such a society of instant messaging Mm. and like as soon as we get a message we have to reply to it and I think there's actually something really wise in reading a message and actually like taking some time to reply to it and I think I was definitely someone who if I had seen that someone seen a message and hadn't replied it would like I'd take it as a bit of a personal attack and it'd be like oh this hurts <laughs> especially if it was say like a guy or something mm-hmm. and I'm still learning to deal with that and like still definitely not perfect in that sense but um I think that would be my top tip of like actually as soon as you read a message you don't necessarily have to reply I no. think some of my best replies have been after I've like thought <laughs> about it especially like if you're maybe having a deep convo with like a friend yeah be like wise with your words and there's something so powerful about being like yeah wise with your words so taking that time to think about it is really important and actually like totally okay yeah and you don't owe anyone a response like if you think about it like we are so accessible more than we've never ever been Mm. like our phone goes around with us in our pocket like everywhere and people expect to have us like straight away Mm. like answering but if you think about it like my mum she had to like walk to the phone or like walk to get like post yeah and like no one could just text you and ask you where you are or what you're doing Mm. and like expect to know straight away and actually I I don't think that's a healthy thing that someone Mm. always has access to you you need your time away Mm. um so just know like you know you don't owe that person a response straight away so you can Mm. you can leave it if you need to and if you just need to like collect your thoughts about yeah. that and yeah. especially in dms um where it's so instant and it's so annoying you can they can always see if you've seen it but don't be scared by that um yeah. take your time <laughs> amen amen so last question for the day is how what would be your like kind of top tips and how can we create good habits and boundaries mm. for the amount of time that we spend on social media or oh. I wish I had an answer for the time one, really. I am trying to get my screen time under two minutes. And um, two minutes? Gosh. Two hours. Two minutes. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like one text That'd be a to quick, me. Thank like, you, like, like, yeah. to write. <laughs> like a granny, like, hold yeah. it like that. <laughs> It's all about um, thinking time. <laughs> yeah, of course, you need it. Yeah, um, yeah I want to get under two, mi- two hours, but um, I am currently on an average daily of four hours. Um, which I think is quite average actually from what I've heard from other people but I don't enjoy it I don't like it and I don't think it's good for us to be constantly bombarded because I think like social media is such an overload if you realize it or not Mm. of advertising of like not even like commercial advertising but like of like moral someone advertising their morals or their Mm. values to you and it's just a lot of you being out of you know I guess being out of God's word um mm. not that I think you should have your nose in the Bible the whole time but you're being influenced by things that potentially aren't of God um mm. so I just think the littler we subject ourselves to that the better yeah um tips to keep it down oh can I hear yours first it might spark yeah. something in me <laughs> Gosh. um I'm not 
as Ellie said, I'm not an expert either with screen time. I have some days where my screen time is super low and then like some days where it's super high. Mm. I just spend hours and hours just scrolling on my phone. I'll be like watching Netflix, but then also on my phone, which is like double screen and so bad and I hate it. Mm. Um, And recently I've had to take drastic measures to get my screen time (laughs) down and not even necessarily just my screen time, but um, just kind of get away from my phone and get away from that like, wanting just to be on my phone and like refreshing Instagram and all of this and actually yeah a few days I have like switched off my phone for hours and just like put it in a random room yeah. and just like yeah. haven't thought about it and just like giving myself stuff to do and I think sometimes it can seem daunting to do that really drastic measure of like actually like switching off your phone um mm. but sometimes it takes the drastic measure to then be able to kind of you have to take the further yeah. steps and then take the steps back so I think that's definitely like one of my tips but I think mm. actually the reason why I kind of wanted to do this series was I think it's such a big thing of like people taking like digital detox days and stuff at the minute and yeah. just like yeah just like trying to limit your screen time because of we're in a obviously we're in a lockdown and we're gonna spend a lot of time on our phones and that is totally okay um but I think at the end of the day mm. it's all down to the boundaries that we set ourselves on those yeah. platforms and I think that's why it's super important to actually set these boundaries so I'd really mm. encourage people to like kind of set boundaries not necessarily just on like who you follow but like the times of day that you're on social media yeah. the amount of time um yeah who you let follow you who you follow mm. like everything and I think yeah. that will really help as well with your mm. time as well that you spend on social media I think the more boundaries that you set you'll just find yeah. yourself naturally the time limiting that you're on social media as well so I think that's just like a helpful thing to definitely do. it's just definitely boundaries for yourself yeah I think you know they say that about relationships like if you go into a relationship not having set boundaries and you don't know where you're going you're stumbling about and yeah. you're just going to do things that you don't want to do um, and I think it's the same like with your phone like and social media if you don't have boundaries and it's just going to take over mm. um, so like you can actually set on your phone um, you know little timers to mm. stop you from doing that and I have those Sometimes they do they give you an work. option yeah yeah they give you an option <laughs> to ignore and quite often TikTok I do ignore him um, but yeah I think the two pieces of advice I give is um, try not to double screen it I think mm. I find it so terrible when like you know when you're watching telly and like someone's on their phone like the whole time and like you know like you can be texting someone or whatever but yeah I think we have a problem in this world of like being less and less present in the moment and mm. present with people and I think that is just creating a habit that you don't want mm. um and then secondly I have some amazing amazing friends that on their sabbath day they take a sabbath day each week um, just to rest and it could be any day it doesn't necessarily have to be a Sunday for them mm. um, but they turn off their phone they put it on a drawer and mm. that has inspired me I haven't I'm yet to do it um, but I really really want to and I think at the moment I think it's quite hard like don't put that on yourself now mm. um, if you're in lockdown and you need some sort of like connection with someone yeah. and with your friends and your family like it's not to do now but mm. I definitely think when we get back to normal life I want to start doing that because I want to mm. be like present with the people that I'm with and yeah. with the rest that I can get yeah that be it? yeah I agree I love them I think as well 
my top tips would be switching off your phone doesn't even have to be for a whole day but even if it's just Mm. an hour um is you'll just find that you'll just it'll feel weird for the first like 10 minutes but actually I found this like weird like oh my gosh look at me no fun I enjoy it yeah when my mum would be like oh Abby like what's the time or Abby can you put on some music or something I'd be like can't my phone's off Um, (laughs) but also my other top tip which I completely forgot about until just now was don't keep your phone next to you in bed like genuinely I'm talking (laughs) even to myself here don't worry but I have found I don't do it every night because sometimes I forget because sometimes I'm on my phone in bed but genuinely there have been some times recently where I've just like plugged my phone in at my plug at the end of my room rather than next to my Mm. bed and because last night I did the thing I was I'm such a early go to bed I'm like a little granny but last night I just couldn't sleep and I was like tossing and turning and I knew there was this moment I literally had this internal conversation with myself of if I look at my phone right now I'm just going to keep myself even more awake yeah and then I slipped and I went on my phone and I had a quick scroll through TikTok and then I put my phone down I'm like I didn't need to do that yeah um so that was definitely my tip of you don't yeah, have to necessarily do it every night but trying and also it being like the first thing that we look at in the day like it just yeah. bombards us with like this is like this thing that we're dependent on and I think trying yeah. to cut the ties of it being something that we're dependent on is really helpful and trying to keep it as this thing that is actually a bit of a treat rather than like a necessity mm. is quite like yeah, a 100%. helpful thing to be aware of so I think yeah, love yeah that. there are our top tips for are reducing your screen time even though we're definitely not pros and I'd be glad <laughs> to tell you my screen time oh, hey. nice that was our first episode of our little boundaries series so next week we're doing boundaries in work so with kind of keeping our free time free and our work time work time um Love which it. is definitely something that I've been struggling with but we're going to talk about it and we're going to yeah see all about that kind of stuff so hope you enjoyed and <laughs> yes before before you go thank you for all the love on our collab last week oh, i had yes. some lovely lovely messages and response from that so it was so so lovely we're so glad that you loved it as much as we did yeah um, we had such a lovely evening didn't we we literally like, it was filming so much it was, like 12 and we were like oh we've just been chatting this whole the time, time flew. Um, yeah it did so it was dreamy but check that out if you haven't already and follow us on instagram at thrive.in dot grace yes and see you next week